Welcome to the Pool Counter Podcast, the new home for boxing. My name is Wendy, and I am your host and curator, bringing you the most honest takes on the sport I love without the bias and without the politics. A spot where we can all eat, seasoned veterans to the game and newcomers alike. So stay strapped in, subscribe, wrap those hands right, give us five stars, and keep that chin tucked. Tell your people about us. So who you got? The Pool Counter Podcast. Let's go. Thank you again for tuning in to the Pool Counter Boxing Podcast. I really appreciate you all, man. Uh, today, I want to make it as quick as possible. Uh, nobody's here with me today. Like I said, I just wanted to get this out of the way. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start with a few pressers that I've paid attention to recently. Uh, the first one we have is the Pro Grays versus Haney presser. Uh, that was interesting. I, I was uh, I uh, made a few TikToks about that. Y'all can check out the Pool Counter Podcast uh, TikTok page. Uh, subscribe if you aren't already subscribed to that. Yeah, it, it was very interesting. We had the whole uh, situation with the quote unquote the weird coach, or according to Haney, the uh, strength coach that was doing a lot more talking than Progress. And I salute Progress. He just you know about that action boss type of dude. But this is your presser, bro. Like. You know, you're in the entertainment business. I, I know it's fighting. You know, I know it's boxing, but you are in the entertainment business. So the fight must be sold. Uh, and then calling the man, <laughs> like he was literally on stage calling the man a clown. And for those that haven't heard it, uh, it yeah, check out the TikTok, man. But uh, and I think it's on my uh, Instagram page as well. Uh, follow if you have not already the Pool Counter podcast. Uh, I think it's Pool Counter Pod on on. Um, on uh instagram but you know I'll, I'll leave a uh link in the uh you know description of this uh, podcast or whatnot so you guys can check that out but that fight isn't until december 9th obviously camps have started everything um i'm, I'm excited for it i uh, can't wait to give you guys a uh who you got for that uh before you know you know probably maybe two weeks out maybe a week out you know it might be day before or something like that we'll see because i'm usually uh out of state around that time but you know i'll have all my stuff but either way either way we will talk about uh uh i will be giving my thoughts on that as far as who i think is going to win that or whatnot but if you have not seen the presser it it was kind of entertaining i mean it's not one of the like legendary ones like any kind of floyd or conor mcgregor or anything like that but it was entertaining enough so whoever this guy was, I, he's been around. So I don't know if he's just for entertainment or if he is, in fact, uh, Pro Graze's uh, uh, new head coach. I, I, I can't see it. But, hey, you, you just never know. I think he's around because Pro Graze isn't the talker. You know what I'm saying? But to get into the next level in this uh, age of entertainment, you know, you're you going to need to do a bit of, you know, talking. You know what I mean? Riling people up and all that. Getting a rise out of your opponent even. But that was just one of the pressers. Check that out on YouTube. Uh, we also have the uh, Benavidez-Andrade fight coming November 25th. That presser, honestly, in my opinion, was real awkward. It's like trying to force something. Andrade was very, very cringe. And Benavidez, it's almost like he needs to hate you to talk he's not he's not a big talker as well unless he you know you saw how he was a Caleb Plant it's like they really didn't like each other on the uh you know during the whole build up of that fight but uh you know it, it was interesting 
<laughs> it was very cringe. It's one of the most cringe ones I've seen in a while, man. But I'm expecting this to be a major fight. I'm expecting this to be a top three, top four fight of the year. Legit. Do not miss this fight. I'm telling you, don't miss this fight. This, this fight at 168 is going to be amazing. All right. And don't let the presser deter, deter you. It was terrible. <laughs> the presser was terrible. It was bad. It was it was very cringe, man. Very, 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 very cringe. You would think they were like beginners based on that uh, that press conference, man. But either way, I am still excited for that fight. I can't wait to see it. Uh, what else? What else? What else do we have? Um, oh, and on that undercard, by the way, uh, Jamal Charlo. I, I didn't think it was going to come back this soon, but you know, money needs to be made. Uh, he's actually going against um, uh, David Benavidez, his brother, Jose Benavidez Jr., his older brother. At one point, Benavidez Jr. was a contender. He was he was the guy who, you know, he looked like he was going somewhere. Then he had a few injuries, a few crucial losses. And now he seems like the guy that goes anywhere for the bag. Like he's been in movies, you know, fighting like he's a heavyweight. Uh, he was in Creed three, I think it was. Uh, he's now he's he's guys like tune up fights. This is a, this is supposed to be a tune up fight for Jamal, man. <laughs> like you know, like. Uh, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, but that should also be a good fight. I'm tuning in for that undercard as well because Jamal's been gone for a very long time. I'm I'm hoping he's fine. Uh, y'all know I, I predicted on I think it was the last episode that I didn't I, I didn't think he was gonna be fighting anytime soon. So this is uh surprising me. Uh we'll see what what form he's in if he's back to who he was, because he's obviously a different person right now. So I but we'll see. We'll see. I hope he pulls this one out because I'd love to see great things from him in the future. But it is what it is. And and yeah, him and Caleb Plant, I need to see that. But you know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Jamal. Jamal. Uh, oh, you also have um, F.A. Ajagba. I'm not sure if y'all remember him. He was the guy that had one of the fastest wins ever. Uh, <laughs> he had his opponent walk in the ring and literally step back out. He was so terrified of F.A. And that was early when F.A. was knocking everybody out. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen any F.A. Ajagba uh, highlights, look them up. Uh, and that's when he was early in his career, you know, beating up on uh, lower competition or guys who couldn't handle his strength. But once he got up into the the uh, mid level, mid or upper mid level tier competition, you know, he took some law. He took a loss. I think I don't. What is he? Um, is he two losses already? Uh, yeah, uh, he took one loss, and that was a big one for him. But the dude has power. He is decent. Uh, if he stays in the gym and improves, I could see him on that upper level, especially in the division. He's a heavyweight. Uh, but I, I just stay in the gym, man. I need to see more of that. But it was a good win for him. It was a good win for him. Nothing crazy. If you look him up on box rec or something like that, he's he's um four and a half star or something like that. Yeah, maybe you know his power. I can give him that. But he was looking like the one that was like for sure slated to fight the Anthony Joshua's eventually or the Tyson Furies of the world. But that that loss turned things around, man. It definitely did. So it's good to see him back in the win column. Uh, you know, 19 and one right now. Uh, let's see if he can string along a few good wins uh, before he gets a chance at the heavyweight division, man, because uh, y'all know how I feel about the heavyweight division, right? <laughs> y'all remember? OK, OK. Yeah, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. 
Uh, let's see. Ryan Garcia versus Dean the Great. That's actually a possibility, y'all. Like, I didn't think, I mean, I thought Ryan was trying to, you know, redefine himself and, and move on from his past management and et cetera. But there's an actual possibility. And I know he's a social media guy. He's an influencer. But there's a possibility for him to fight Dean the Great. And if y'all know who Dean the Great is, he's an influencer who turned into a fighter. Uh, I remember years ago seeing him um, in backyard, you know, fights with his friends. I think they were in like high school or something like that. But Dean the Great, he now fights on the Misfits uh, uh, cards and promotions. I think it's the Misfits, yeah. But um, you know, he's 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 all right. He has obviously natural ability, and uh, you know, he's he's been uh, winning. I think he has one loss as well professionally, as far as the uh, Misfits, um, uh, you know organization uh goes but uh Gar garcia may be giving this guy a shot i mean he's saying that uh he wants him to spar him because garcia actually does have a fight coming up uh december 2nd against oscar duarte uh which he should win it's gonna be a tough one for him his toughest fight probably uh since uh tank davis but actually entertaining this dean stuff is very interesting like you know, he's saying if Dean can last six rounds with him, that he'll be willing to give him an actual fight. But like, do you have to do that, bro? Like, I, I guess because y'all are two uh, social media guys, you know, influencers, so to speak. So maybe that works for you, you know, as far as your base. But you need to be focusing on Oscar Duarte, man, because it ain't going to be that easy for you. I still see Ryan pulling it out. Uh, but, you know. And also the, the the track record uh, of you know fighters from your new coach right now ain't the best. So you know just just focus on the gym and focus on Duarte. All right, but that's going to be December second. I am looking forward to that as well. Obviously, there is no who you got for that because it's all the way in December. So I'll do it uh, once the fight is a bit closer. And don't worry, y'all. I am going to be getting to the Fury and Ngannou stuff. I got thoughts and takeaways on that as well, but. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, oh, John, John, John Jones. Did y'all see uh, the video? I saw it on YouTube of him actually linking up with Tank Davis. I don't know if they were in a gym or wherever Tank came to see him or whatever the case is. They just saw each other in passing. But he mentioned to Tank that he believes he'd be a killer at MMA. And he even offered to train Tank Davis. y'all. How, how y'all feel about that? Because I can see it. I mean, I could see him being a killer. But boxing is one of those sports where you don't want to pull too much. And Tank's at the highest level right now. So you don't want to pull too much away from your sport to go do another sport. Because guys will be waiting. Guys will be plotting and waiting. Just waiting for you to come back. But, hey. And, and I mean, if you can go over there and pull off, like, a bank robbery, a bank heist as far as uh, maybe the UFC or one or something like that and, and make a super fight happen, more power to you. But just the time and effort it'll take you in the gym, learning this new craft, moving your body differently, and all, <sighs> bro, you a killer at boxing right now, man. I mean, maybe once you your boxing slows down, maybe I guess, but yeah. Or if the money's right, I guess do what you want to do, man. But salute, salute, salute. I think it's a dope idea, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> okay, now to the moment everybody's been waiting for because I've been getting text messages and people have been talking to me about it. And obviously it happened a week and a half, almost two weeks ago or something like that. But Fury versus Nganu. Man, 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 man. What a fight that nobody thought they would get. I enjoyed it. I um 
was a bit busy early on, so I was able to catch from the fourth round on. So, yes, at the moment, I did not know about the knockdown. And I found out later once they actually played a, uh, you know, made a little quick highlight or replay of it. But, man, that was a fight, man. And Tyson, I would not have been mad if he lost. I believe he won. Just, you know, if you're going by the point system, I believe he won. He just out-jabbed him. And there were too many moments where Ngannou maybe gassed a bit and, and was kind of chilling. But when when he put the when he put his, you know, foot on the gas and actually was pressing Tyson Fury, he was winning in, in most of those moments, if not all of them. Uh, and Tyson could not hurt him at all not even the the elbow man and he something needs to happen bro like it's so messed up when people see this now people are like looking at boxing like oh he's cheating is he hey tyson fury if you've been following boxing you know he's been cheating this is nothing new and i am not surprised that this guy would do something like this and it's just messed up uh and i don't i don't honestly like how he's rubbing Nganu's head and you know Nganu's just a gentle giant just smiling and stuff. yo don't touch my head like that bro you elbowed me in the face on purpose like Boy, oh boy, I guess anything for the bag, right? I, not me, not me. Couldn't be me, man. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Ugh. But uh, shout out to Nganu, man. This guy deserves the world. If you know his uh, life story, salute to him. Uh, I bet Tyson won't fight him again. <laughs> I bet Tyson won't fight him again. This ain't this ain't Wilder. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm telling y'all, man. Y'all, the top tier heavyweights out there, and y'all know I think the heavyweight division is is low key trash. But the top tier guys, the Joshuas of the world, the Ruizes of the world, the the, the Wilders of the world, mm, y'all better stay away from this guy, man. Y'all better y'all better stay away from Ngannou, man. Hey, I'm telling y'all, stay away from him. Uh, Fury, you about to lose that little belt you got, bro. <laughs> the Gypsy King, you about to lose that little belt you got everybody knows it you about to lose that little belt man i mean you your fight is coming up man you about to lose that little belt that ukrainian about to take it off you i'm telling you you looked terrible <laughs> i mean typical you know he looked light on his feet um when he did throw the jab it was decent <laughs> yeah your reign is over bro your, your time on the top is short like leprechauns bro and that is what it is uh, Nganu, you definitely have a bright future in this. No, I don't think you're going to run through everybody, but you're going to make some waves. If they'll fight you, which they have legitimate reason to not fight you, I get it. They'll use the whole you're an MMA guy excuse, but mm -mm -mm. you showed up and showed out, man. Salute to you again. All right. Uh, Fury's going to lose that belt. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I, that's, what, that's what I think on that. And, uh, and by the way, I... I think I mentioned to somebody, uh, and, and let me just explain. Let me just explain this because I, I got this in a few different text messages. Yes, I do believe Fury won. Would I have been mad if Nganu won? Of course not. Of course not. But like I said, with boxing, there's no bias there. I'm counting. I'm 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 pointing like I'm a ref, uh, um, a judge. Um, and Tyson Fury should have gotten some kind of penalty for that elbow. But just going by, you know, just my version of judging. Nganu did not do enough to take it off the champ. Did Tyson do enough to win? Yeah, perfect judgment probably would have been a draw or maybe Nganu winning, but Fury winning didn't make sense as well, man. But in my mind, he lost. <laughs> in my mind and heart, he lost. He, he's a cheater. He's been a cheater. Deontay Wilder should have gotten a, uh, a win off of him, but you know. 
hey, it is what it is. And this is your time, Deontay. I, bro, you, if you can make that fight with him again, the, the fourth one, it's that time, bro. He ain't what he was. Uh, I don't think he was that great before, but you've never been that great either, in my opinion. So it is what it is. Uh, and shout out to the Bronx Bomb. You know, <laughs> yeah, shout out to you, man. But uh, that's that's boxing right now, man. That's boxing right now. And like I said, I wanted to keep it short for y'all. So I think that's about it. I ain't want to do more than like 15, 20. But uh, yeah, we'll get back to it. I'm going to try to get another episode out to y'all as soon as I can. Uh, hopefully in two weeks. I think that's the next like big, big fight. Uh, and y'all know me. I watch boxing every week. But not every fight is going to be worth actually, uh, at this point at least, uh, taking time out of my busy schedule to... Uh, to do something on it you know but it is what it is uh as i uh you know start doing this a little more seriously as far as uh getting paid for it <laughs> i'll be able to put a lot more into it uh and, and y'all are free out there to support now but uh, i have tons of plans for this but i'm also a very busy guy i have a whole another podcast a whole life kids wife all that kind of stuff work but you know what i mean but i am working on things I just just keeping that, uh, you know, full transparency thing going on there. But I love the sport and I love communicating about the sport. All right. So, yeah. But, yeah, we got some good things coming up. Y'all uh, leave some comments, man. Like like the uh, episode, man. Leave some comments on what you want me to talk about, what you want me to touch uh, and, and pause. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll go from there. All right. But that's all I got. Y'all. I'm out. Follow the Pool Counter Podcast on IG and YouTube at the Pool Counter Pod and at Pool Counter Pod on Twitter. Available where you get your podcast. Show your host some love at Wendy Antoine 5 and email the show at the Pool Counter Boxing Pod at gmail.com. Appreciate you tuning in and supporting the movement. And remember, leave five stars, share the love. Peace.